Today on Good Stuff, we review the gingerbread Oreos, we talk about Japanese sodas, bread bowls, and the weird history of corn pops. Welcome, uh, it is Good Stuff, the Oreo podcast. Uh, today, it is um, sometime in December. I don't know quite what day it is, but it, boy, look at the weather outside, huh? Is it frightful? Or is it delightful? I don't know, we're recording this way ahead of time. And uh, the, the fire is delightful, though. That's That's true. It sure is. I'll be sure to put that out as soon as I'm done. Yeah, we are on. We are recording in a, a studio that has a lit fire at the moment. Um, we're social distancing outside, and uh, it's a very quiet night. That's why you can't. That's why it's very quiet. Um, it's a silent night, one might say. <laughs> one might say it's a silent night, but you might uh, not say. When it comes to fighting fires, though, I, you got you got this in my head all, all of a sudden. Um, why fire fighting? Why not fire conflict mediation? Why? Yeah, right. Why not defeat fire in the marketplace of ideas? Just talk it out, guys. <laughs> Just why haven't you done this? <laughs> uh, that's that's my that's what I think. Uh, hey, Nick, how are you? How's it going? You know, all things considered, I'm great. How are I'm you? Good. I'm good. What are we What are we reviewing today? Which Oreo uh, do we have have to review today? We have a season, seasonal treat for you this time. Uh, this time we're reviewing the limited edition gingerbread flavored Oreos. Ooh, we are. Which it seems to me that this is not the first time they've done a limited edition gingerbread Oreo. Because I looked up, I like Google. Because usually I'll 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 open up like Google Images so I can like remember what the package looks like. Or just have it in front of me without having like a crinkly bag. Yes, yeah. Um, but when I pulled it up, there was two different types of packaging. The one we have has like an actual gingerbread house on it. Yeah. But there's it's another cute. one that that's like a gingerbread man, and it's like yellow, and it's like I think golden Oreos with like gingerbread filling. Oh, see, I missed those if the, if they came around before. <sighs> yeah, I mean, they're definitely different. Be they're. They're, that's not the ones that we are the limited edition ones. I mean, these are also limited edition, but this is a different limited edition. This There's limited two, edition is still happening. It's still happening. Current edition. Uh, and this one has like distinct different things about it too. It's It's got uh, five cute little designs on it. Five cute little designs. Also the flavor in the corner was bizarre. Did you read that? Yeah, it says uh, gingerbread flavored cookie. Important to uh-huh. note. Um, so not actually gingerbread. Um, n- naturally and artificially flavored. Cream sugar. Uh, excuse me. Cream with crunchy sugar crystals. Yeah. It, so when I open the pocket. The, the package. Let me take that again. When I open <laughs> the package. When I open the package. I, I thought it was like going to be peppermint in the middle. Because it's like white frosting with like little red dots and i was like oh is this a minty gingerbread cookie like I, ha- I had the same thought i didn't i didn't know and i was like wait maybe there was some other thing i don't know 
Um, and but it's just like sugar. But also, I don't know. I have my suspicions on that, and maybe we'll get to that okay. later as well. I have I have feelings and theories on the interiors <laughs> of the cookie, as in the cream yeah. part. Yeah, the cream part. I mean, I could just say it now. I don't know why I'm being so coy about it. I like. I tasted it. Uh, <clears throat> stuttering today. Uh, I tasted this just like recently. We had dinner and we had it as like our dessert. Me and my partner. Yeah. And um, like, cause I like I like to talk to her about the Oreos. We often are very different on our ta- tier ratings. This one I'm we started- were pretty. I'm we starting to notice that. I, I I feel like we are both very particular people. And it's like one of the things I really like about her is that she's very um she has she she has opinions and she feels them strongly and is willing to fight for them. And like yeah. for good things too, but also that translates to food <laughs> things. Like she'll ha- she has opinions on social justice issues and like uh she's a teacher so she has all like opinions on education and they're all like she feels them very passionately but then she'll also feel very strongly that like pineapple shouldn't be on pizza and it's like the same intensity like everyone should be given equal opportunity in this country which is unfair also pineapple on pizza is gross like same (laughs) level of intensity you know like the news when the news is like there's a puppy in the tree and 10 murdered and it's like the same energy (laughs) Wait, you, you you can't you can't just hop down from that like you know no. like, you'll, you'll, probably, you'll, probably, you'll probably like pull something or you'll you'll end up in the hospital so <laughs> I get it and look I'm not gonna lie I will have the pineapple and pizza conversation every single time it comes up <laughs> it's so funny I don't yeah. know why people get so moody about it and like it's not just like moody's not the right word people get defiant of the idea that it exists well like, it's it's like it, it's like really on the same like classification of like like reli- talking religion or politics right? with, with people who are like hardcore into you know either of those yeah you know Do you, yeah there's like three things you don't talk about on like a first date it's like religion it's politics and it's pineapple on pizza yn <laughs> don't <laughs> talk about that because <laughs> it could uh- end right there Honestly, just do the pineapple thing in your screener questions, like when you're you know, <laughs> screener online. questions. It's been a long time since I've done a, a dating app, and I don't, I don't, I don't feel bad about that at all. I don't, um, I don't miss it at all. Uh, but anyways, my partner and I, we did taste these after our dinner, right? And we both agreed, kind of on our tier rating, and I'll we'll talk about it at the end of the episode, like we always do. Um, but, uh. We both, like, she has a method of eating the cookie, which I've, like, slowly adopted, which is, I think, really smart, especially for reviewing Oreos, which is you okay. open it, you, like, kind of, like, twist it and open it, pull it apart, you know, um, you peel it apart, and uh, then you eat the cookie, evaluate mm-hmm. the cookie, then you scrape half of the half of the frosting off with your teeth of the cookie, evaluate the frosting, and then, like smush it back together and eat it. Um, oh, that, that so that's really good. That's like a that's a, a more streamlined version of how I do it, which is mm-hmm. you know, twist do off one, the cookie. Do that for every single one but one like three cookies instead of one well, cookie. Well, no, so what I'll do is uh <laughs> like like I'll, I'll have I'll have one of the cookies and I'll scrape off the cream, have that, then I'll just eat the other cookie. And then I have a second cookie that I eat it all, you know, I take a bite out of it, you know, mm-hmm. so I can get like the full experience. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so you're doing the same thing with, you know, more efficiently. 
but when we both scraped our uh, the the frosting off, we both were surprised that these crystals of sugar may have been cinnamon. Oh. We were like, I don't I feel like they should label that if that's the case because there is a cinnamon on the like ingredients. Mm. But there wasn't in like it wasn't like cinnamon sugar crystals, which sounds better. Like that sounds yeah. way better. Um Sure, yeah. I I then it's just a classic crunchy sugar crystals. Yeah. Um so I said something uh earlier, I think, that uh I, I mentioned that oh it's gingerbread flavored, it's not real gingerbread. Mm-hmm. Uh and then I remember that gingerbread is um made with molasses and flavored with ginger. Looked at the ingredients on this box. It's got molasses and ginger in it. So, hmm. is, it real gin- is it real gingerbread? I don't think so. Probably not. Yeah, no. It's I like probably, too I've... crispy. It's too crispy for gingerbread. Like gingerbread's yeah. like almost a little soft. Yeah, and that's what I like about gingerbread in general. Yeah, I, I like I like ginger in general too. So I like ginger. I like I I enjoy I enjoy using powdered ginger. Gin like proper ginger root. It's just like a pain. Because sure. I never know how much, like, if you ever read an in, like a recipe that uses like, oh, like fresh ginger, they're like, mm. how much ginger to use? They're like one inch of ginger, and I'm like, I don't, man, I don't know. Like, this is a crazy looking thing. <laughs> yeah, like I, that, that's one a, inch you know, wide or long. Like, I don't. <laughs> r- right? Yeah, that, that's that's a one dimensional unit. We're we're working with a three dimensional object here. And sometimes uh, it like it like branches off, and there's like two, you know. Yeah. So, the many worlds ginger. But it's always better when you do it that way too. Yeah. Well, you I know, love. Fr- yeah, fr- fresh is always going to be better anyway. Fresh is always better. Fresh, yeah. never frozen. Wendy's, our new sponsor. <laughs> I want a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll, I'll create. I'll create a shell company or whatever, and just like, and, and like, do- donate money to us to like sponsor us, just so we can a have a shell proper company. I, I think shell's the right word. I, I, I it's it, whatever. It's what I said, and um, uh. Yeah, you know, where it won't be clear that it's me behind it, but you know, I'll donate, I'll donate money, make us sound good. Yeah, that like class action park. Did you watch that uh, documentary? Yes. Class action. That was bananas. The I that would that what you were just saying reminded me of the fact that spoilers, spoilers for <laughs> class action park. Uh, skip to ten minutes from now, um, <laughs> if you don't want spoilers, hopefully. Uh, but the fact that he made. An insur- like instead of applying for insurance anywhere, he like made a shell company for an he made an insurance company that was a shell company or something. He did like some crazy fuckery, um, and like basically insured himself, um, and like forged documents and shit. It was the ho- that whole thing was just wild because it was like one Nuts. thing after another that I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe I, I like I couldn't believe that you know like I think weren't they designing their own rides too? Yeah. Uh in in like there there were two kind of breathtaking there was a lot of breathtaking things in that. Yeah. One of I, them like the one that sort of was like really surprising to me was that after the first kid died, it didn't shut down. Like sure. th- there was multiple that died. Um but the the loop de loop one, I was thinking about that. I can't get that. That, out of my that was head, the honestly. thing that has that has stuck with me. Yeah. Uh, if you if you should absolutely go watch this documentary. But the 
the loop they had like a, a water loop de loop slide and um <laughs> they would just like they would pay their like employees who were all like what like, oh, 15 like teenagers teenagers yeah. and um they would like go through and like come out obviously beat to shit because none of these were safety tested at all that was the safety test and then like they're they're like oh this is too dangerous let's put foam padding in and then kids they'd sent some more kids through and some kids were like um coming out with like lacerations and they opened it up and it was because the kids were getting beat up so bad in there they were losing teeth and the teeth was yeah. getting like embedded into the foam oh, which is so yeah. fucking crazy and and that's what? the part that stuck like, with me I, I'm uh, like do I, I'm like do I want to talk about this like because I don't want to have to remember this any longer than I need to and I'm like yeah but the teeth, but the teeth though and the teeth were fucking crazy yeah ugh ugh indeed um if you're going to make a gingerbread cookie, what kind of teeth would you make it? What kind of or teeth? You, gingerbread <laughs> what, teeth. What kind of teeth would you make for them? <laughs> Let's reel this back into a, something a little bit more comfortable. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I am still want to figure out why they did, like, two different gingerbread cookies. Because they they have a type of gingerbread cookie or a gingerbread Oreo that's like vanilla, like the golden Oreo plus uh, gingerbread filling. And then they have like gingerbread wafer uh, with uh, what's it called? The other thing with (laughs) with the sugar crystals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I have. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. I had to pull it up right here just so I could see it. I don't think I had those other ones, the golden ones with the yeah. gingerbread filling. I gotta say, I really appreciate that Oreo has been branching out from like the two, like the chocolate and vanilla, essentially Oreos, because they would basically always have like a chocolate vanilla base and then like different cream for whatever yeah. reason. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, and so, and so do I. I mean, like chocolate and vanilla, like real classic flavors. You can't really go wrong with either of them. But yeah. I mean, when you're a company with you know like the size and has the power of Nabisco or whatever, like you should still you know, ex- you know, express yourself artistically, try things out because you can afford to fail. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and you know, at the very least, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like they should do more of that. I want more gross Oreos, honestly. I want more gross Oreos. I want, I want them to release the wasabi Oreos in the states. Yeah, uh, and and like, let us know what what's going on there. <laughs> I guess. I yeah. I, I don't I don't know what I'm gonna have to do to do that. Um, God, maybe I'll just have to start start applying there and just like see if they'll take me for something. At I'll, I'll do any, I'll do anything to get my foot in the door there now. Ugh. Although, it, but then it might be a conflict of interest if I'm also on this podcast. So you may have to find a new co co host after that. I feel like we dissolve it at that point. Like I feel, I feel like you are the heart and soul of this. I'm just sort of the scaffolding, holding it all together until until it. it I'm no longer needed. Well, and I, once, I appreciate once your you literal get your Oreo job. Like, <laughs> well, the, yeah. Well, the, you know, the, the, don't tell Oreo. But then you know, I get my foot in the door. Then hey, if they need food scientists, pull you in. They always do. Oh, we're everywhere. We make all of your food. <laughs> 
We design all of your food. And we make yeah. some of it. Get some food tri- food triad Oreos. Hell yeah. Ooh. Right? We'll have one Oreo. One Oreo is chocolate. The other Oreo is Lemon? cheese. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I, I ran out of things. Could, I wonder if they could make a wine-flavored Oreo. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Moms would go bananas. Like, there would like, be so many. There would be so many wine me moms that would be <laughs> like, oh, now this is my Oreo. Yeah, so, I mean, you wouldn't even have the chocolate and, and golden ones anymore. What you have is, like, red and white. Ooh, in a rosé Oreo. And a rosé Oreo? <laughs> oh. oh. They could do it. I'm sure you they can. You could make a rosé Oreo. You could absolutely make a rosé Oreo. I don't know and if that, you should. That is where then, science. <laughs> okay, so so let's, let's plot this course for them right now. Because okay, mm-hmm. here's what I'm thinking, like, you know, wine's accessible to a lot of people. You could do that. And then, you know, once that starts taking off, then you can start having, like, bourbon Oreos or, you know, and other Ooh. hard alcohol stuff. You know? Adult Oreos. I, yeah. I, that feels so... I mean, I'm into it. I would totally do it. I'm sure there's, like, an Oreo liqueur somewhere. There's got yeah. Yeah, if not, I'm gonna have to run out to the liquor store and like start experimenting so I can make you eat or drink some things. Um, or- Oreo liqueur, yeah, <laughs> and just be like a chocolate vodka. Blah. Yeah, I don't know. There's been grosser ones for sure. Yeah, I think I had like a marshmallow vodka at one point. Yeah, I think I've seen one of those. I've definitely seen like a birthday cake one. I'm like, I- yeah, it's like guys. It's gonna be way too sweet. At that point, just like I don't know. Just eat a cake. Just eat a cake. (laughs) Spill a beer on a cake. (laughs) That's so gross. (laughs) It sounds. That sounds like a. um, Sounds like something you would hear on Letter Kenny, or like. Sounds like a a Canadian saying, "Go spill a beer on a cake." (laughs) (laughs) I I will admit, I one time in one evening, I wanted you know, you know, it was the end of a long week, and I definitely had beer and ice cream too close to each other. I don't know if that is a thing. I would have beer I don't, and ice cream. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like the flavors didn't mix that well. So pouring uh, beer in a cake can't be that much better. No. I mean, rum cakes, that's a thing. Uh, No, that is a thing. That I mean, it's probably not as good as... It's probably much better than a beer cake. <laughs> right? Because, like, it's higher oh, alcohol, oh. so it, like, seeps in a little bit better and, like, disperses better than, like... Oh, uh, that's true. Than, like, a Bud Light sheet cake. Bud, Bud Light sheet cake? <laughs> that's my new indie band <laughs> look look I'm, who am i kidding i would still try it i'd probably hate it but i'd still try it Ugh, i would absolutely hate it and also try it i do love trying weird gross food i mean i think that's sort of where this i think that's sort of where this uh this podcast is really rooted right oh yeah <laughs> which is why if they don't make some of the uh, old limited edition flavors i'm gonna have to start figuring out how to do it myself yeah i mean there's see, probably a bunch that we can't really uh there's a bunch that are probably just gone forever because i was thinking like the swedish fish one those ones aren't gonna come back do you think do you think they'll ever make them again i hope no, so i don't think they will they were bad they were awful i think we gave we we would have given them f tier had the podcast existed at that point. 
Yeah. Um, they were so bad. They were The problem was they were so bad because they were accurate. Like, they nailed it. Yeah. And then you they, eat it, they, and you're like, ah, this isn't what, it, like, but the texture's different, so you're just like, this is wrong. They did everything right, and that was wrong. Yeah. That's sort of like, you know, adapting a movie, you know? Yeah. You gotta, um, you gotta like, take, you, not everything translates one-to-one, and when you yeah. try and translate it one-to-one, sometimes it just doesn't work. Oh, man. I might want to try some things sometime. Okay. Adapt a movie? Uh, yeah, maybe that, but um, but maybe also try to make my own Swedish fish Oreos. Oh, because if they please. won't, no, <laughs> no. I I will celebrate uh the end. I will ce- I will celebrate the end of coronavirus with Swedish fish Oreos. Oh, <laughs> I gotta t- I gotta take the uh the joy out of a good thing, you know. Just keep a keep a stable here. Oh, son of a bitch. Speaking of gross foods and gross things. Uh, before we continue with this Oreo extravaganza, I want to talk about something that at a place that's very near and dear to my heart because they love doing weirder shit flavors. Uh, Japan. They do, uh, apparently Pepsi does lots of weird flavors for Japan. Okay. Um, Some of them are fairly Japanese, like fairly Japanese flavors right so a red bean flavored red bean azuki flavored uh oh. which is like red bean pepsi i i would drink I, that. I, I, I would probably be fucking awesome i'd love I've got, re- I've got those beans in my closet right now or my cabinet right now oh. it's what you use to make red bean paste and it's great so i, d- I would i would try it <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even drink a lot of soda these days i would try it so then there's that's probably the most normal one. I think there's also a ghost flavor, but it's just like Pepsi with like cool designs. It seems like, or oh, a, like, a mystery like flavor, pepper. a mystery flavor with 14 types of Pepsi ghosts available for a limited time, uh, okay. forcing customers to guess which flavors they were. So it was 14 mystery flavors. Oh, that's, wow. that's cool though. That's insane. I, I got a hand them. That's a good, I, I like it. I like Pepsi ghosts. That the little yeah. art's really cute. Um, uh, but the rest of them are buck wild. So, uh, pink cola, Pepsi pink, okay. is strawberry. Oh. It's, it's not just strawberry flavored. <laughs> it's not this. Not just simply strawberry flavored. It's strawberry milk flavored. Ooh, strawberry Ooh. milk flavored Pepsi. Oh, uh, I'd like that. Bubbly the, milk. Pink Pepsi is yeah. Strawberry milk. Oh, it's like it's still clear. Is what's the Can weird I... part to me. So strawberry milk, when you pour that out of a normal container, it looks pink, right? Yeah. So back when I uh, back when I was in like first grade, I saw someone pour strawberry milk out of their thermos into their cup and they were drinking it. But at the time, I didn't know that strawberry milk existed. So I just assumed that some kids were sent to school with Pepto-Bismol <laughs> because that's the only that's the other uh, the only pink other pink thing. <laughs> I'm like, uh, that can't be good for you. So there are there are other pepsis by the way that this is that's not where it ends you get there's at least 10 that i'm reading on this business insider article oh, i should i should try oh i should try and order these i don't even care what they are i, want I know them. uh uh <laughs> i'm just gonna read this while the new citrusy white cola won't be released until december 8th variations on pepsi white have been internationally available since 2008 
when the Pepsi released a yogurt-flavored cola called Pepsi White. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Pepsi White. Um, this one's sort of weird and interesting, and I would I'd give it a shot. Uh, ice cucumber. Okay. I I like I've had cucumber water. It's, it's yeah. It's like fancy. It, you sound, you just t- feel fancy. Yeah, uh, that's pretty much all it does to the water. I don't know about why, but it does. Yeah. Um, this one's weird to me. Uh, so in Japan, it's apparently very normal to sprinkle salt on watermelon as a summer treat. So there is Pepsi oh, yeah, salty yeah. watermelon. <laughs> well, I I, th- I think I, I think the point of it is to is the salt draws out like the sweet flavors of the watermelon. Oh, interesting. I'd love to try this now. Yeah. Um. I. I. I I think I've tried it a long time ago. I honestly can't remember what it what it what it's like, but it, it's I think it's pleasant. Because one huh. time um, at a wedding, they they had uh, as an appetizer little little skewers of it was like watermelon and like cheese, uh-huh. and I couldn't I couldn't for the life of me figure out why you'd want both on there. And then I fig- and I, then I later kind of figured out oh it must be like the sweet salty kind of thing. Well, I mean I've had watermelon salad right where it's like watermelon and feta cheese and like dressing and stuff. And like oh, okay. greens and stuff. It's pretty good, and it's like nice in the summer, and it's very fresh. It's like a good yeah, contrasting yeah. thing. But it's like it feta cheese, and like you know, it's sweet, salt, and savory. But it's not like salted watermelon. It's interesting. Yeah. Well, actually, think about watermelon salad. This reminds me that um, ever since I had a fruit salad that's made in a watermelon shell that looks like a basket, I just uh-huh. like n- no fruit salad has ever been the same. <laughs> um oh I this we're recording this episode right around the time of Thanksgiving. And so I can't really tell you how this dish went, but you just reminded me <laughs> of what I'm doing for my Thanksgiving dinner, which is we're gonna do a uh, whole pumpkin soup. Oh. I'm gonna cut open some pumpkins, scoop out the innards. Uh, fill it with a bunch of soup stuff, and then bake it for two hours inside the pumpkin. Uh huh. And then, uh, this is an Alton Alton Brown recipe, essentially. Okay. And then I'm going to, uh, scoop the scoop some of the pumpkin sides off, and then like immersion blend it. And then oh. then we each have a little sugar pumpkin to eat. I assume it oh, went well. Cute. This is coming out way after. If not, my partner does listen to this podcast, so she will either be laughing hysterically in her car or fondly remembering our our Thanksgiving feast. Worst Thanksgiving ever. No, um, I so I'm ha- I'm having a little trouble visualizing this. Um, so what I would like to see if I had to design this meal, um, is that uh, it has a. Like you cook it in a big pumpkin, in one big pumpkin that has a jack o' lantern fa- face on it. Oh and god! Then when you're ready to, then when you're ready to serve it, you you actually cut out the face part, and it like just and all the soup comes out into like Aww. your bowl. Hopefully, it just like throws <laughs> up soup into your bowl, <laughs> <laughs> which is a little little less pleasant than I thought. You know, it's so make, fun. You know, whatever. I like yeah. that. Um, no, but it's literally yeah. I'm scooping out the insides and like cooking it inside the the pumpkin itself. So. I can send that you the cool. picture. Yeah, so, do it. I, I'd I'd love to see it at some point. I think I now. I think I said this, but it is a uh, it's it's a Alton Brown recipe. So 
it is a very good it's probably gonna be very good <laughs> uh he's never quite let me led me astray oh okay look at that yeah see so it's like just in a in a pumpkin it's good all right i like it what i remember when bread bowls became a thing right like do you remember panera bread suddenly everywhere you're like, I don't know what Panera Bread is. Is it like Aban Pan, the worst restaurant? And they're like, no, it is better. But it's the same <laughs> idea. And everyone's like, okay. And then you go in and they're like, we serve soup in a bowl of bread. And you're you're like, you're a psychopath. And then you eat it and you're like, this was the best. <laughs> right? I remember uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever actually... I, th- I must have only got it once. I'm not a big soup guy, so I can't think of many reasons of why I would have had a bread bowl for anything. Oh, bread bowls are great. Put mac and cheese no, in know. a bread bowl. Oh, all oh, the no, carbs, baby. Now, yeah, say now that's speaking to me. <laughs> now that I can get into. <laughs> yeah, it's like more carbs. That's that's the way to my heart, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the best. The best. Um. So yeah, so let's uh, let's talk more about this 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 cookie. Okay. Uh, uh, there's five designs to it. Yeah. Do, have um, you ever actually made a gingerbread house? By the way. Oh heck yeah! Really? I, was, I, I did want to talk about this at some point. Um. Okay. Uh, we used to do do them in grade school growing up, and then it's one year they stopped doing it. Like all the kids would bring in various like graham crackers and candy and stuff like that, and and like the the room mothers, if you will, as they were called at the, the time. What? Um, the what? The room br- mothers. The brood Usually mothers. Like, no <laughs> room. Oh, because okay. I say room funny. Room, room or room? Rum. Yeah, yeah. Room. That's me. Uh, uh, you know, parents would come in and um, you know, you know. Help kids, like, you know, you'd get, like, a milk carton. you put put uh, graham crackers around it, and, you know, you glue the candy to it with all the uh, frosting that they make and whatever. Oh. And it, was always, it was always a lot of fun. I, w- I would, like, you to make didn't, a little, like... like I, I didn't realize there was scaffolding underneath. I, I assumed... I assumed we, it was... I mean, like... Oh, go for it, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, as kids, as kids, that's what we did. And kind of, and growing up, we stopped doing it, because, like, as we got a little older and they stopped doing it, uh, you know, during, like, art class or whatever in, uh, in school... We we would still do it at home, my brother and I, Aww. and um and sometimes there, there, we wouldn't do anything underneath, but it'd just be more graham crackers to actually like build this thing up. Ooh. Not proper gingerbread. We've done it with gingerbread before, but it's easier with graham crackers because they're already together in like walls. Yeah, why? What is the difference between graham crackers and gingerbread? What is graham? Um, that's Gra- an excellent question. Graham, I'm so glad you asked. Um, I feel like graham crackers have this weird history. Oh. Um, Oh yeah, I think it has all to do with. I'm gonna. <laughs> you may. Um, I feel like you have weird. something prepared. <laughs> they they do. Uh, it was so it was made in the in the 1880s, I guess. Okay. Um, it's made with graham flour. I think that's what makes them graham crackers. Um, but I I want to just double check something here, and you can I don't know, <laughs> cut my wondering here out. Uh, oh, it was okay. The Graham Cracker was inspired by the preaching of Sylvester Graham. What? Uh, who was part of the 19th century uh, temperance, temperance movement. movement. Yeah. Whoa, I just pulled up the Wikipedia. If I remember, cor- so if I remember correctly, um, I might be thinking, let's see. Yeah, it. 
I, I, I think it was supposed to, like, help, like, I don't know, stop people from wanting to drink alcohol. What? Yeah, oh. it was really weird. Uh, he, I'm reading the Wikipedia article. He believed that minimizing pleasure in the stimul in stimulation of all kinds, coupled with vegetarian diet anchored by bread made from wheat, coarsely ground at home, was how God intended for people to live, and that following this natural <laughs> law would keep people healthy. This happened yeah. during the cholera pandemic, so everyone was like, "Sure, please, I don't fucking everything sucks." <laughs> it's um. Yeah, I, they, I, they're they're a food that has a weird history behind it like that, and I, I don't even know where I heard it the first time, but it's it's just wild. That's like uh like Kellogg and shit. Like, oh, you're, are you thinking corn cornflakes? Yeah, cornflakes. I, I I was just looking it up now just to make sure that I was talking about the right thing. Um, yeah, which <laughs> I think it was it was supposed to keep people from like being horny. Yeah, it was the the Battle Creek Sanitarium where essentially they made these big uh like hospitals but there were like sort of places where you would just live uh that but in like priests or the doctors there i guess um i don't know but it basically yeah like dr kellogg um who's like a wellness guy uh would told people to like go there and like eat cornflakes and like it's like the more i've read about it which is not often but it comes up every so often right <laughs> Uh, it always sounds very culty because you just got a bunch of people to like go to the sanitarium, only eat cornflakes, and never fuck. Like it's just very <laughs> much, like it's very very like weird and culty almost. Yeah, I, I feel like that that kind of behavior only works so long because it's not like so, that doesn't create a self sustaining population. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And I just think that people should be allowed to fuck. <laughs> I guess people should be allowed to like procreate and have fun and like you know it, there's explore their bodies in safe ways. Uh, there's just yeah, a lot like, of like, just like weirdness to it. It's like yeah, be responsible. Sure, don't like convert to cornflakeism and cornflakey. You know. Yeah, right. Like the, the it's just like Kel the Kellogg like sanitariums are, like, one step away from, like, death cult. Like, it's just sort of, the only way to be clean is to, like, free yourself of your body. Like, it's just weird. It's sure. It, it, ain't it the truth, though? Right? Ain't that. You'll only be happy when. You can sleep when you're dead. Uh, that kind of shit. But I also like the, I also love how, I, <laughs> I've talked about this on the show, but I love the method for how corn pops and, and all of them were like originally made um, oh? with the puffing gun. Have you ever heard of the puffing gun? Have I not talked about this? No, I don't, I don't think we've ever talked about the puffing gun. Oh, that's so cool. Um, Do I want one? Cause it sounds fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is essentially a, a chamber that gets, you, you fill it with whatever you're going to cook, right? So it okay. would be like unpuffed corn flakes, right? Unpuffed <laughs> corn, like corn puffs. Uh, and you would heat it up super, super, super duper high. And then um, once it gets to a certain pressure, you release that pressure rapidly. Uh, just okay. like, so it's called like a puffing gun because it like makes a big bang, like pah. Um, and that like extreme, uh, ex extreme release of pressure 
makes the whatever inside puff up. Yeah. So it's just like sort of the same principle as to um, like popcorn, right? Like you have this sort of stiff chamber with like something starchy in the middle, right? And the pressure gets released and it just puffs. Yeah. So it's the same idea. Okay. So that's how like a lot of those things were made. Now everything's extruded, but. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I had no it's idea. Way easier. Yeah, yeah, I imagine, but that, that I had no idea. And um, it has it's the same principle, right? Like superheated pressure, but it just like comes out in a controlled way that you can like chop. Okay. Oh man, I can't wait to like 3D print cereal in my own home. <laughs> that's basically what they do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um I'm still sorting out my feelings on it, but I no, I think that's cool. <laughs> but puffing guns are really cool. I went to the Museum of Food and Drink. Um, yeah, I like I didn't that go, place. They used to have. I love that place, but I I hope it still exists after the pandemic. But yeah, yeah. Um, they had a puffing gun. I didn't get to see them use it, but they would like throw just like soy kernels in there and see what happens, uh, or like soy seeds and soybeans, seed beans, <laughs> kernels, whatever, uh, whatever form soy takes that day, uh, and um, but they would do it like weird, like spelt. And like old ancient grains and stuff. Okay. And just see what happened. Oh, that's cool. It was cool. Yeah, when the one time I went, and actually I went at your recommendation, um, they had a, a fortune cookie maker. Like the, the, yeah. the like the machine that like, you know, does the whole process from like, you know, you know, pouring the batter to, you know, cooking it to folding it, uh, and, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. wrapping it and everything, putting the fortune inside. It's really cool. It, it wasn't running on the day that I was there because I only ran it on certain days. Uh, but they told me that, like, oh, yeah, it just heats this whole place up. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, it's just, like, because that's kind of, like, segue, uh, that's kind of, like, a little graham cracker, right? Yeah. Um, I In a lot of ways. Graham crackers, to me, always felt like the most, like, factory-made cookie cracker in the world, you know? Or gin- Yeah. Or, or, like, they're not quite gingerbread, but they were just, like, so, they're almost, like, they're almost like that, right? Yeah. They're somewhere in between. There's like a graham cracker, gingerbread, fortune cookie scale. Okay, yeah, because they've got that um that that really like hard crunchiness to them. Yeah, they really like the sort of have part. right. They have this sort of like thing to them. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're all sort of on the same thing, but I think we're getting to the point in the episode where we got to actually give a review of our our cookie. Okay. So. You wanna- all right. Let's do it. Um, I would say that I've, I found these to be pretty pleasurable. You know, I, I was like festive. I thought they were fine. I thought like, they were fine, I wasn't, too. I, I, like, I didn't think they were anything remarkable, though. Yeah. I was just like, these are all right. They were also, like, a little bit... Those, those clusters of sugar were so cloying. Oh, my God. Oh, did you think so? I thought so, I th- but they were just, it was like, it was kind of, I was like, okay with it. I was just okay with it. Okay. Uh, like I did, I do. So I do appreciate like, uh, like festive variations of a typical fit fe- of a typical food, uh, for, you know, just for, just for fun. If they're going to do limited edition, things like this, I definitely recommend mm-hmm. people trying this because like, yes, I enjoy, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy just, you know, special holiday treats, uh, gingerbread specifically too. Uh, and I think that's what, you know, probably makes it lose a few points with me because I kind of just really wanted regular gingerbread. 
as opposed yeah. to the Oreo form. My cat just, I've been, so, hold on. Okay. <laughs> it was probably caught on the recorder. I have an air purifier in my apartment because the vents are really shitty. Sure, sure. Um, And I have allergies and all these things. So I got it, Um, and I turn it off for recording because it's in the same room. Right. And my cat, I think, has figured out how to turn it back on, and she just <laughs> turned it on. So she's been really annoying this whole recording. She's like, but um, your allergies, Rob. But your allergies. She's just thinking about me. So what do you want to give this for a, a letter? For a letter? Uh, Nick. I, I was thinking like C. Oh, really? I was just, I was kind of like unremarked. It was just, it wasn't, I would rather a regular Oreo. Sure. Yeah, honestly, like when you when you frame it like that, I kind of feel the same way. I, um, uh, like I did enjoy it. Like, I, like if you, if you were going to be like, I think this should be a B, I'd be like, Cool, let's do it. Uh, yeah, but like, I don't feel strongly enough to defend the B position. Like, yeah, it's it, like B. I, I, my thought was B C, and my my. If I'm thinking that, I'm like, when's a C? <laughs> like it's yeah. Because I was gonna say like, you know, if you if you see these on the shelves, you know, around uh, these holiday times, uh, yeah, definitely go yeah. try. Give them go try In these them. holiday times, <laughs> you know, because everyone is out <laughs> celebrating right now, having a grand old time. Oh God! But um. Yeah, uh, holiday times. You see, you see, you see these. Definitely try them. They're not going to be yeah. your, your number one pick, but I mean, because like, yeah, you're right. They are very sweet. That's that happens to appeal to me generally, but um, but they're like also just not. They're kind of nothing. They're nothing in one direction. Sure. Like you know, they're sort of like they don't do anything particularly well. The and the sugar crystals in the middle are fine. Like I don't know. I just rather a regular Oreo, single yeah. or double stuff. Uh, double stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. Well, let's call that one an episode. I think that, that was an episode. That was an episode. Uh, I think. Do you have? I have a question for you too. Sure. I might have an. Do answer. you have? Do you have the Oreo gingerbread kits? Oh, by the way? do I? Um, I'm happy to present to you last year's. Oreo gingerbread kit. Whoa! Visual <laughs> gag. Uh, I got this as um, I got this. That's like really involved looking too. Yeah, it it, it is. It's um, it looks like it's uh, I guess it's regular gingerbread uh, walls and stuff with little Oreo cookies and candy and stuff that you can put on there. It looks really cute. I actually forgot I had it because um. I don't know. It ended up in my closet, in my you know pantry or whatever. I just never made it. So now a year later, sure. I still have it, and it says best if used by February, February sixth, twenty twenty. They can't be that much be- that bad at this point. It's all just it's be- it best. It's a best buy. It's not used by. Yeah. Well, it says best if used by. So I don't know. Well, oh, shit. It's both. <laughs> I guess I didn't really think of that. They got us. Um, I might still try it. Best if used by, also sell by. <laughs> Best if used and sold by. Right. Um. Yeah, like if we get, we should get some Oreo. Uh, we should make an Oreo gingerbread and uh, figure out and put that on the Facebook slash Instagram if we ever have one of those. Yeah, we should do that and have. Yeah, and then oh man, I I'm, I am trying to think of like exclusive fan content for. You know, yeah, for stuff like that. Maybe we'll take photos of that and never release them until we have a Patreon. I know, right? 
Uh, well, you know, <laughs> just, just create a buffer for all that stuff. And oh man, I'm telling yeah. my, tell my secrets way ahead of time. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll start thinking about stuff like that. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Okay. Well, I've been Rob. I've been Nick. And we hope you get dunked, babies. Have a good, uh, have a great holiday season. We'll see you next week for the official holiday episode. Ooh, holiday time. Holidays. (laughs) Can we be spooky? Merry holidays. Spooky. Thank you for listening to Good Stuff with Rob and Nick. Good Stuff is produced by Rob Mulligan and promotional artwork by Nick Pattons. Good Stuff's theme is composed by Kenny Gray of Mess and Finesse. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Good Stuff Podcast. See you next week.